Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Always so excited when you spend some time with us here midweek as we tackle your listener questions. We do have an announcement for those folks that are sailing with us on the Disney Wish on the Be Our Guest podcast cruise here in less than three weeks. So stay tuned for that at the top of the show. And then we do tackle some great questions, including a question about the festival, the arts uh, show that's going on at Epcot here at the beginning of next year. What things might a young child enjoy during the uh, festival? So we tackle that at the top of the show. We also talk about sea days. We have a listener who is going to have four sea days on a 10 night cruise coming up on the fantasy. What advice do we have for activities that we enjoy on a great sea day? We also talk transportation around Walt Disney world pre wine and dine race weekend meals. We also rank the Italian restaurants at Walt Disney world. This and much more. We have lots of great questions on today's show. So stay tuned for that. As always, don't forget our show is brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at the magic Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, that one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. So a big thank you to you. And if you'd like to support us, come on over. You get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. We'd love to have you at Patreon.com slash Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2303 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. It's been amazing weather here in the Midwest. Hope it is for you as well. But either way, we are here to have some fun and talk Disney. Of course, it is Wednesday, so it's time to answer your listener questions. We are... 19 days away from the Be Our Guest podcast cruise, and we have an announcement here, but I'm going to let my buddy talk to you about that in just a second. But joining us first, we're so glad to have her here. You can check her out over at themouseforless.com. She's down in Atlanta, Georgia. Ricky's joining us. Ricky, happy Wednesday. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Yeah, we're just in the middle of summer now. So, but you know, it's weird, and I, I don't mean to complain because it's it's Georgia. But it's actually been kind of cool here for summer so far. Not again, not that I'm complaining because I'd much rather have it be like this than, you know, um, 100,000 degrees outside. But like I went outside earlier and like I was like, man, it's comfortable and I'm not sweating. So I don't know what's going on with this, but it's a little unsettling for it to be June and me to be like this comfortable outside. <laughs> Easy. I Same here in Missouri, right? But Mallory, this, this, it was like 1130. We were having lunch uh, today as we're recording and she stepped out onto our deck and she says, it's cold. It was like, 70, it was like 73. I mean, come on now. And it, the, the thing is, it's usually super humid here in the summer yes. and it, there is zero humidity right now. Now in a few days, the humidity is going to be back. It's going to be hot again, but yeah, right now it's like resort weather. It's awesome. It's I mean, nice. Yeah. I'm enjoying it, but I'm also like, when is the other shoe going to drop? Yeah, <laughs> so, I know. it's we'll not going to last. So yeah, it's yeah. like UP Michigan, upper peninsula, I think, or 
We recently had the fudge right now. I guess yeah. Well, I mean, we could go down to Main Street, you know, St. Charles, get some fudge. You know, Ricky, they have it there. That's but true. That's true. I'd have to get out of my seat. Not doing that because we're podcasting and joining us because Pam Forrester is not here today. You know what? But don't feel bad for her. She is at Disneyland Resort. She sent us a picture today. Her she and did. Steve. Steve was getting. I, I don't even know what that was from. Was he was getting flushed down the toilet or something down a it's, down a, a sinkhole or something? What was that about? It's in the Avengers campus. Yeah, that's what it's I thought. A, that's what I thought. Yeah. What, what movie's that? Was it Ant Man oh, or something? I know. I think it's from Doctor Strange. Doctor if I had Strange. to make a guess, because yeah. it's over by the Doctor Strange area. Okay. I haven't seen Doctor yeah. Strange. He looks so. like he's getting a you know a big swirly or something. But they're having the kids yeah, were having a good time on the West Coast. But they, they went. They, she told me they went for Hannah. Hannah wasn't even in the picture. That's true. Hannah where's was Hannah? not in the photo. Dude, she told yeah. me, well, we got to go because Hannah hasn't been in a while. That's what she told that's, me. Well, where's Hannah? She wasn't in the picture. It was just Pam and Steve having a good time. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, joining I'm us. guessing Hannah took the picture. Uh, so. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, who knows? And joining us from up in Michigan, your friend of mine, Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, it's funny to hear you guys complain about the, the cold weather. <laughs> yeah, because, right. Uh, you know, I, this time of year is really challenging for me with the heat and cooling system of the house. So, like, you wake up to a low of, like, 43, <laughs> and so your house is, like, 62 degrees when you wake up. And then by mid-afternoon, it's, like, 80 degrees, so then you got to turn the air on, mm -hmm. and then you got to turn the heat on in the morning. It's just it's just a mess to make, get a good temperature for the house. But, That's but yeah. Glad to hear you all complain about the weather because it is it is cold. It, it's been a weird summer, or it's it, not even summer yet. It's, it's true, right. right? It's not summer. We're knocking on the door. Yet. We're close. Yeah. It's yeah. knocking on the door. Maybe when when summer officially gets here, maybe then we'll be back to normal temperatures. We'll see. That's Let's true. hope. Let's hope. All right, Scott. So we are going to do something. You and I, Pam was going to do it, but again, Disneyland, having fun, Adventures Campus, Steve and Pam taking pictures, all that stuff. We don't know where Hannah is. But you and I are going to do something fun with our podcast cruisers tomorrow night, Thursday night in the Facebook group. So let everybody know so they can get in on this if they didn't hear about it on Sunday night. Yeah, so 7 o'clock uh, Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, this Thursday, June 15th. Me and Mike are going to go live in the Be Our Guest Podcast Crew 6 Facebook group. Mike, I think you said you're going to go live on YouTube too because yep. we're already getting some feedback where people want to re-watch the video if they can't. Do it because it's hard to like find time for like 75 people to all be at the yeah, same right. time. Yeah. So that's kind of hard to coordinate, but yeah. So we're just want to take some questions, you know, a little Q and a session, um, you know, anything that, you know, you want to share for like ideas for the itinerary, Mike and I are going to share some things that we already have planned, answer your questions and we're open to suggestions or just a way to mingle and get to know each other. We're going to be sailing, you know, here in like a few weeks. So I know the podcast crew's Facebook group has been good with mingling and to know each other, but let's start getting it even deepening in dive deep diving in deeper wow there it's, been a, it's, it's been a day it has been a day <laughs> like you're officially you're officially a podcaster because there was, you go that's how it happens i think that was like one of my first second third maybe fumble up so <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so that's what we're doing mike all right sounds right. good we'll see everybody tomorrow night so you get a bonus show if you're uh hanging with you can just come hang with us too if you want we don't care we're not we're yeah, not like we're not like ricky, checking ids ricky you come on in too like you'll be mm -hmm. able to answer more of these questions better than we can i'm sure yeah that's true i probably could even though i'm not going on the cruise unfortunately but yeah so it's uh i'll miss you guys uh but you know lucy and i and brian will celebrate fourth of july here and watch fireworks in our backyard probably because i don't know how lucy will do with fireworks this year so 
I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss fireworks here at our house because dude St. Charles County does fireworks like nobody's business. People out here, man, it's like ammunition city. Like it is yeah. wild at our county. Like they there's no disregard dude, I mean, it's like World War Three in our in our neighborhood. It, I do miss that. It's a miracle that the houses don't all burn down. Which I'm gonna be a little worried because I will not be guarding my own to house. To make sure that your house is I'll be okay, in a yeah. yeah, I'll be out of a boat off to sea while my house is unprotected from everybody else shooting off all the bombs around our house because our neighborhood is crazy. Anyway. The good, the good news is Mike, it survived last year. Because remember we were at Disneyland last year for Fourth of July. So it did. I know. But the year hope. the year before we actually shot a huge my brother-in-law came over and he That's bought right. you all the, the fireworks fire, right? dude we shot one right off the neighbor's house and i mean i thought we burned the neighbor's house down this is like our first year in the neighborhood you know we just moved in but i mean it's like fair game everybody's thinking them off each other's houses like and everybody just laughs i mean it's not good anyway let's get to the questions i want to hit a bunch of questions today and as much as we can so andrew's here one of our good buddies who put together a wiki which we have over there uh, from a long time ago. He says, which Italian full service restaurant at Disney would be your top choice? And which is your last choice? Here we go. He gives us a list. Tony's, Mama Melrose, uh, Il Molino, Tutto Italia, Via Napoli, and Trattoria Al Forno. All right. So top and bottom. You don't have to put them in order. Just go top and bottom. Ricky, ladies first. Give your best and your worst. Well, there's a couple on the list that I haven't been to. So I haven't been to Il Molino. And I haven't been to Mama Melrose, uh, which you is You haven't been to Mama funny. Melrose. Though. I know, I haven't. It is haven't. kind of a sleeper. It, it's always one of those restaurants that like, when I think about making a reservation for it, I can never get it. And then like when I'm in Disney and I see that's available for, you know, like right now, I, I'm not hungry. So I'm like, oh man. Um, so I have always missed out on that one. Uh, however, with that being said, I think the best is got to be via napoli i their pizza is just phenomenal so i think that's going to be my best and my worst i mean i have not been here since i dined here for the that, that the first and last time and that's tony's i can't i can't do tony's uh yeah it's just i'm out for that one i mean maybe someday you know for research purposes i'll go back and just see how it is but i don't really want to so <laughs> tony's is my last choice yeah, the, I'm. Oh, I'll save mine. What do you got, Scott? Go ahead with yours. I'll just continue where Ricky would just was at, and Tony's is my last one for sure. And like, I want to love it so much. I know, much. Right? I you want to love it so my, bad. It's mine too. It's exactly mine. It's like it's got potential with its location. Like they could do so, so the, much with it. Oh, man. and the, the location story. is so perfect. It's Lady in the Tramp, which oh, I love. Lady yeah. in the Tramp. Bella Note is like one of my favorite it's, Disney songs. Yes. And, Yes. And I just want to have a romantic evening where Liz and I share like a spaghetti and meatball, right? but like it's it's right. it's missing the mark. It is. And I was just there recently. I went there for um, I think it was during the Christmas party. It was one of the parties. I think it was the Christmas party. We booked an ADR there, and I mean it was fine. Is the thing too, like the service was good and all that. It's just it's it's missing the mark for me. So I agree 100 um, percent mm-hmm. with you, Ricky. That Tony's is my last one. But the top one is really tough. This is a challenge for me. There's so many great options, but I got to go with Il Molino. At I've the, heard great things it, about Il Molino. I always get it confused if it's the Swan or Dolphin. You know, now I'm an official podcaster. Now with my blooper, you know, now I'm going like, to not know yeah. my resort names anymore either. But Right, there you go. Um, Il Molino for sure. Um, it's just, 
it's it's kind of signature ish like the vibe but like i don't think the prices are like very signature like and like the quality is really good and the portions are humongous like you get the chicken parmesan there it's bigger than your nice head ricky like it's huge that's amazing um, and like it's got a great wine and like drink menu and just a it's just a fabulous place to go to so that's where i would go number one for my italian Good call. Yeah, Pirate twenty thirty one in the live chats is a it's a downgrade from Olive Garden. That's a little harsh. Uh, B, B, that's kind oh, of. Oh, I don't know. Hard. I'm not a big fan of Olive Garden either. So well, it says a downgrade from Olive Garden. I mean, you know, come on now. But yeah, it, yeah it's got. That's, I agree though. It's got potential. Is Pirate Richard is that our friend Richard? I think it I could think, be. I'm not sure. I mean, be. he is a pirate. On you know, he uses pirate. But yeah. I mean, the number kind of threw me off there. So I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to. I do my guy, my guy next door in my real world, like he's now flying a pirate flag outside his house. And I asked okay. him, I'm like, his name is so my neighbor. Oh, I'm not gonna say his name, but it, like all of a sudden he starts flying a pirate flag. And like, I'm like, so I go over to him. I'm like, are you a fan of the Pittsburgh pirates? Like, are you like a Bucks fan? Like a Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He's like, no, he's like, I'm just a pirate, man. I'm like a rebel. Got it. I'm like, respect. I'm you're like, moving. So you're now moving every, now. Is every time, no, every time I see him now, I'm like, ah. I'm like this. This dude's. I love this guy. Like he's just. He's whack. I love him. He's awesome. Like, but he always cuts the grass. Like whenever I open the mic, it's a miracle he's not right now. And anyway. he is our guy Richard, who, by oh, the yes. way, Mike okay. has been to Alasteca. Alasteca right. over here. Yeah, oh, so. very cool. Very cool. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, so mine, real quick, because we're gonna go in half hour. This one question for Andrew here. My top one out of those would be uh, Trattoria Al Forno is my favorite. I just like it. I love the lasagna there. And my last would be Tony's. But Mama Melrose honorable almost first. I do like Mama Melrose. Tuto is my honorable. Like I don't think that place gets enough credit. Like because Via Napoli is always the one everyone talks about. They made me take off my hat. No, just kidding. I'm just playing. They did. That's El Molino. That made me take off. Oh, that's El Molino. Oh, that's El Molino. See, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Uh, Tudo Italia was back open from COVID until recently when I was updating the menus on uh, the mouse for less. And I was like, oh, hey. I, I ate there like in June of 2020, like when it first oh, reopened. Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm behind then because so I had, had like, no idea they were open. For three years, Because it was incredible. So Tudo has kind of like the restaurant sign and like the wine, like bar yeah. side. They, we were seated in the wine bar side. We were the only people in there and they have this huge like table for like eight or ten. It was just me, Elizabeth, and Emily in this giant table. Nice. So you know what I did? It's like we're ordering all the food. We're yeah, gonna make our own go. gardener buffet. With this <laughs> what we did. It was good. so good. All right, Beck's got a question. How? Uh, let's see. How do disembarking at ports work? What time can you get off at Castaway Key? So typically, at Castaway Key, because you don't have to at that a lot of ports with Disney Cruise Line, you don't have to tender. It just docks right there at the the dock there. You just walk off, and usually you're off the ship at Castaway by like 8 30, 8, 8 right. o'clock, even it's ish. Like it depends. Yeah. But it's pretty early there. Um, usually the runner, the people who are going to do the Castaway, now I don't know if this is true anymore because it's on your own, but they tend to let the people who want to do the 5K off first and then everybody else. But you just, you can get off like early. It's usually about 8, 8 30 ish. And then you just kind of get off at your own leisure. It's pretty simple. I think it's about right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then oh, I was gonna say, so a short time is eight thirty for Castaway Key for our itinerary, and then it's nine thirty for Nassau. Yep, gotcha. And at um at Castaway Key, they do have like um shuttles that will take you to and from the beaches if you don't want to walk it. So that's kind of nice too. That's right. And the, I it's love so the, nice. I, dude, it, it is nice. I love the the uh, narration on the shuttles. 
Oh, yeah, I love the guy that true. talks is y'all man. Yeah, get yeah. away, key man. Make sure you got your sunscreen yeah. on, man. Yes, because yes. that right. sun can catch up to you, man. Uh, it's oh. got those cold. This is a side note. Like I saw. We need to record that. <laughs> this is kind of unrelated, but like I saw someone like say something about like taking like a great shower because they're like gardening or something. I was like, there's no shower like a castaway key that day shower true. when you got yep. like all that sand oh. and sunscreen and on you, like. Yeah, that is like my favorite shower ever. Like I know I'm like going weird today on today's podcast. That is a weird say, thing that I enjoy. Okay, let's go. It is. I'm just hey, we're the, the Biargas podcast weird since 2008. I'm just saying. That's right. Tagline. Uh, Chris's got a question. I got to hop out to shoot an event, but here's a quick question. What, it's a good thing we're a podcast. You can listen down right. the road. We're going to be there. What's a good place for dinner the night before the wine and dine half? We're staying at the Dolphin, so I thought about Il Molino. It's just me and my husband. Daughter is staying home with grandma. Yeah, totally. I mean that. I think that's so the right sweet. choice. That is the right choice. I mean, it does have give her a bell for that. I did I mean, hear that it's a podcaster's favorite uh, Italian restaurant too at uh, Walt Disney World. So El Molino's <laughs> a good choice. Yeah, I would go there. Uh, yeah. But I mean, give her a second option though. So they're at the. She said they're at the uh, Dolphin. So I would, if they're not going to go there, I would do something either on the boardwalk. Try to real. I try to real Forno would be my second choice. All right. Which I think is the best pizza. I know you were talking about Via Napoli's pizza. Uh, I think they have the best. Like Mike, okay. we shared it like before a race weekend once. Um, it's just like this little like cheese margarita pizza. Like, yeah. oh man, that's so good. We shared a spaghetti and meatballs too one time at Tony's. But we're not gonna talk yeah, about that. Go. No. Call <laughs> Noto was playing. It was weird. Becca has a question again. Going to Epcot with the goal. We didn't really. Going to Epcot with the goal of going on Guardians. Should I try for a boarding group or by individual lightning lane? Ricky, this is totally in your lane because it's a theme park getting a on an attraction question. What would you do? Goal of um, getting on Guardians. I would try for the boarding group first because they usually go fast. And then if you can get one, you know, then you make a decision of if you want to buy the individual lightning lane or not. If you don't get one, then go ahead and buy the individual lightning lane. So I think that's what I would do. I would I would go for the boarding group first, though. You can do both, though, right? You can do yeah, you rides. can definitely do both. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, really want to be spun and you really want to go September yeah. or, you know, Iran. Yep. I used to, when I was a little kid, I used to think the song Iran was about the country in the Middle East. I, I oh, would. I, okay. I, I didn't know. I was a little kid. I didn't know. Right. Sounds know. like that's a me- something that could connect you to your childhood, Mike. I'm saying maybe stay tuned on Friday. Who knows? Uh, let's see. Susan's got a question. Any idea when Princess Sign Up, Princess Run Half Marathon Sign Up is? So somebody I think can it's like in up. two weeks. Just it's got to be soon because Marathon Weekend was forever ago, and that's only six weeks after that. So they usually kind of go in that sequential order. Yeah. So and you while, can find from Run Disney's website they yep. post that, but I am. And I'm going pulling to it up, up too. Yeah, I'm looking right now, and it's usually in June, age. from what I remember. Because we did sign up for that one. Didn't we sign up for Princess one time at Caribbean Beach while we were on our vacation? Mm-hmm. I think a couple summers ago. I did it from Banana Cabana. Uh, registration begins June. Okay, it begins June twentieth. June twentieth for Where general you? registration. The club run Disney gold and platinum members begin can uh, register beginning June thirteenth. Wait, so that's tomorrow. Wait, or that was yesterday. Who did you just say could do that? The club run Disney gold and platinum registration. Stop. Stop. Stop it right now. The VIPs. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So anyway, that's next week. So next week you can register for, yeah. for 
conference's half. And good and good luck for those registering. Um, I'm trying to take a run Disney hiatus, so I will not be at Princess. Even though it's my favorite race weekend of the year, I love Princess I so much, but unfortunately, I will not be there for 2024. I love the the themes. I love the characters this year, but yeah. have fun. It's gonna be awesome. I am not doing Princess either because of Dopey in Disneyland. I yeah. cannot take that hit to the checkbook after that mm-hmm. big hit. I got to stop at some point. I might do Springtime Surprise, but I, I don't know. I keep saying no. Okay, Len's got a question. Our grandson Owen is here with Jen and I. We'll be staying at Walt Disney World uh, next January during the Art Festival. Owen wonders which experiences at the Art Festival are good for an eight-year-old. And thank you. I know you guys are going because I helped you plan your trip. Actually, today, this is one of the things I did this afternoon or this morning. So I appreciate that. You guys are going to have a great time at Boardwalk. Boardwalk is amazing. Get a slice of pie, a slice of pizza and some ice cream on the Boardwalk while you're there. You will not regret it. But at the Art Festival, I got one thing real quick. And I've always wanted to do this, and I might even have to do this this year. There's this art thing where you pedal a bicycle. And, like, it, oh. it spins the paint. Yes. And it makes like an abstract, it's almost like a spirograph kind of like yes. little, like when I was a kid, they were like these spirograph things you could do, you know, it's how old I am. It was like something out of the seventies, but like you, you buy, you pedal a bicycle and the paint kind of splatters all around the faster you pedal. And it makes like a little abstract little piece of art you can take home. That'd be now something that, that is not like one of the official, like, um, you know, pieces of the festival but it's usually part of the festival it's usually a, a booth that somebody does you know on yeah the it's side. in the back so, of the, yeah, 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 yeah i mean but i mean it's in the it's doing world showcase it's like yeah toward the back yeah the no it's just not one of the things that disney advertises as part of the festival but yeah that's absolutely something that i've seen year after year at the the festival of the arts it's a so, really cool thing but i, I just didn't want somebody like yeah. looking for it going where is it and you know on the official list of things because it's not going to be there but yeah. it's usually there yeah, I mean, is an eight-year-old or a 49-year-old, I'm all about it. So, all right, Scott, would you uh, think for an eight-year-old boy that might enjoy it? I, I think for an eight-year-old, like something that would fascinate me at that age and still fascinate, fascinates me today is like on that path where you like leave future world to go to world showcase, they usually have like sidewalk chalk art. And sometimes yeah. the artists are out there actually making these magnificent pieces. And I, I would just sit, stand there and watch them. I just do their art. Like, I think it's just incredible how talented they are. And that's something I would do. I mean, you're not going to find that like on a times guide or anything, but if you just happen to stumble upon, like hang out and like look at the artists as they're doing it, maybe even interact with them. I think sometimes they'll talk with you and things like that and answer any questions, especially to an eight year old. I would think they would. So that would be something I would want to do. Absolutely. That stuff is, that stuff is just, it blows my mind how 3d that sidewalk chalk, looks and for me i can't believe people do that and it's temporary that they spend that much time in that creativity then just rains and goes away you know or just gone yeah like it's just gone i know so many people take pictures and stuff but still dang like i'd want to like you know put clear code or something on it so it never vanishes i just that's not i can't i can't do stuff like that's so beautiful like temporarily all right ricky what would you say one other suggestion there's a couple of things that I just want to point out. So there's a kid's chalk art. So kids can actually create their own art masterpieces. Um, and usually it can be found uh, on, like I've seen it in over by um, like imagination, that kind of area. Um, so that's one option. There's also um, the option of the expression section, which is where you can do the paint by number mural. Um, and this is really fun. I like doing this, however, uh, Please know this is actually 
this is real paint. This is very messy and I may or may not have spilled paint all over myself the last time I did this. Uh, and I was really mad because I ruined a pair of jeans that I really liked that were like my pregnancy jeans. And like, they were like one of my favorite pairs of pregnancy jeans. And I was so mad that I ruined them. So just know that like, this is real paint. It is not going to come out. Please be careful. Um, and then the other thing that you can do is the figments brush with, um, the masters, which is the, the scavenger hunt that's at in world showcase. So you can go around and look for different, um, paintings of figment in classic art pieces and, uh, and, you know, get a prize after. So that's kind of a fun little thing to do as well. Man, those are good Very things. Cool. So, yeah, it's always going to have a good time. I mean, and just, just being there, there's great <laughs> snacks. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's a great time to be at Epcot. <laughs> it is. And you're being at the boardwalk, you can just walk right over and just, oh, or take the friendship boats. That's fun. You know, just ride those around and take them over to the studios, you know, when you're not going to the festival. Oh, they're going to have a blast. All right. I like this. Their name is Married to a Disney Addict. That's a great handle over on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in live. We're doing a 10 night cruise on the fantasy in July. Jealous. Ah, oh, 10 night cruise. Our longest cruise to date. What's your favorite way to spend a day at sea? They have four days at sea, they say. And they say, LOL. Got four. I love sea. Sea days are my absolute favorite. They're my absolute favorite. And they got four sea days. That's as long as our entire cruise. Mm -hmm. All right, Ricky, what about you? What do you do on a sea day? That just, I mean, what's your, my thing is just like the sea day has just like, you, you don't have anything to stress because you don't have to like. You're not getting off the ship, so there's no. Yeah. You just do stuff that is it comes. I feel up, like right? the sea day goes by so fast though, <laughs> it does. too. Though because when you have one, but if you had four, it'd be better. This is true. I mean, I've had a couple of them where I've had longer, more sea days, but still, like I still feel like they go by so fast. Um, obviously, one of the things I do is I usually make a Palo brunch. Um, you know, depending on your your family situation, that may or may not work for you. Um, you know, sitting. Uh, but on the deck, just reading is one of my favorite things to do because I don't get the opportunity to do that very often. Um, usually I'm stuffing myself with food uh, because, again, hello. And then, you know, you go for an ice cream later on the deck or, you know, whatever. Um, gosh, they have a ton of activities. Just make sure you download the app uh, for the Disney Cruise Line and you just kind of go through there and see what activities because they always pop up with something different and unique. And then character meet and greets. That's another one of the big things that I like to do on the sea days because they always have just a ton of character meet and greets during those days. So I like to, you know, take advantage of those. Um, those are just a few of the things I like to do on sea days, but sea days are amazing. I gotta say, I gotta say like literally there is nothing to do and it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people, I think, book their, their cruise based on the itinerary, you know, where the ship's going, the ports. And I mean, that is important. But the sea days to me are where it's at because I enjoy the cruise director staff and the activities that they give us during the the experience. So, Scott, is it kind of the same thing? Because for me, again, I've said this for years, it's the small activities. It's the 80s trivia. It's the silent disco. It's the belly flop contest in the pool. I mean, I, as dumb as that stuff, watching the diaper dash with the little kids in the yeah, lobby, the like dash. that stuff cracks me up. Because the thing is, 
you can't do that anywhere else in your life. Like I'm never going to a diaper dash, you know, in St. Peter's, Missouri, and I'm not going to a belly flop contest and I, I we don't go play trivia and I love trivia. Like I, I love that stuff or watching cricket in six, eight, seven, you know, on the fantasy or whatever. Oh, Gills, I guess it is on the fantasy, you know, watching international ESPN, just having a beer or having a, you know, an old fashioned or something. I mean, just, it's just so chill. I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, you guys have said so much about D days. I don't know what more I can add, but <laughs> it is my favorite day. I like to have that Apollo brunch. If I can't do Apollo brunch, though, I like to. I know a lot of people on the fantasy, in particular, like to go to Cabana's for lunch or something. But I like to go to like a table yeah. service. Go to like Royal Palace for lunch instead. Like switch it up a little bit. Um, not many people go there. Every time I go to Royal Palace for lunch, I'm surprised at how few people are in there, and you just get this great meal mm-hmm. in there. But um. One thing I like to do is like, cause normally when you're at sea, it's like at night or like at sunset time. So I like to just get on the rail, like on deck four and just look out at the ocean while the, the ship is moving. Like you don't do that during the day very much cause it's part during the day. So I like to just catch that midday, like ocean breeze. And another cool thing I like to do on sea day is on the fantasy. I like to go to the top deck and play some goofies mini golf. I think yeah. that's so underrated that people don't do it. The, the ship is moving. You're catching that breeze. I was just talking about, and you're just out there having a fun activity with the family playing mini golf just make sure you got your you're not barefoot because man the deck gets hot yes, especially yes. in july so yeah. make sure you got some footwear when you're playing the mini golf for sure that's good ping pong too is impossible while the ship's moving because it's so oh windy, god yes because the ball's yeah. so light but shuffleboard is another great thing i like to do when the ship's yep. moving too like yeah yeah it, not as bad as ping pong no ping I, shuffleboard's a blast like mm-hmm. mallory loves she t- she's talked about that since she was like six she is addicted to playing shuffleboard. We only play it on cruises because, I mean, again, there's no where we can play shuffleboard in St. Peter's, Missouri, but we play it on our cruises. We don't even know if we're playing it right. Like, they, we know the oh, rules. House rules are, are the right. best. Let's make your own house rules. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we do. I mean, the rules are posted right there on the wall, right next to the, you know, where all the equipment is. But, you know, we kind of just, I just try to, you know, knock her pucks or whatever those are you know off the board or whatever so. just upset your child that's the that's the only rule exactly so lisa's asking do the cruise characters give autographs i've i've gotten pictures with them. i'm not an autograph like hound i've never gone after them. I well i think the princesses did like for the grand gathering i'm pretty sure mallory got autographs in her book a long time ago yeah I, i'm picturing it now i'm trying to think back on our last cruise and yeah i have seen them do do the autographs now some special ones may not um Cause like there's some certain ones i remember like anna and elsa back in the day when they met like in animators palette yeah, it was like really yeah. weird yeah, yeah. Like they didn't do kit autographs then but i think for the most part yeah they're doing them unless they're just doing like a random like walkabout where they're just like walking and they're not like stationed for an actual meet and greet i don't think they would then but if it's like a set time they will do autographs and william who joined us on the live call-in show the other night he's like talk us into a cruise i think we kind of just did though i mean these are the things why you go on a cruise you can chill you can go eat really good meals what i tell folks who've never gone on a cruise that are disney fans right that like the theme parks here's kind of my my initial sell and you just got to get on one to give it a try you know do do a four-nighter and just give it a shot you know four or five-nighter it's like staying in a deluxe walt disney world resort it's kind of like going to signature meals. It's like being on the Disney dining plan with a lot of, you know, signature meals with world-class entertainment. You're going to see a lot of great shows and you're going to get first-class service, even better service than you'll have at the theme parks. Those are the four selling points. Plus you're going to get to see cool places, typically Castaway Key, which is an amazing beach day, all Disney, you know, service on the island, fun experiences, the beach, um, 
but that's really it. I mean, it's like a deluxe hotel, nice meals, almost like signature meals. Uh, you know, just great service and, you know, cool places to see. Give it a shot. I think you really, most people are just uh, hooked as soon as they do their first cruise. They, they can't stop. I, that's me. Another big thing I forgot to mention too, though, about like the sea day, because like a lot of people go to the pool, right? Because like that's, and it's, it's busy. I'll tell you, because everyone's mm -hmm. on the ship, right? No one's like, I'm doing an excursion off the ship because it's the sea right. Day. So the pool gets really busy. But I think that I think a lot of people forget about is the movie theater. Like you can just go in and like, and watch a movie like even like a new released movie and i think that's so underrated like it, it gets cold in there so we'll we'll bring our like our blankets or whatnot yep. or like wear our sweatshirts it's weird like it's in the middle of july right yep. like you're in the caribbean or whatever it's like 100 degrees but you're gonna go to a movie and like have your sweatshirt on like i just love that feeling it's pretty cool you know that's a tip too for folks going on our cruise or any cruise is that you do need to pack like a hoodie or like a like something warm because those ships are cold like there's places in the ships where you'll think oh i'm just gonna need like you know always wear a short sleeve shirt no i mean it there's place on a ship like like the movie theater especially it gets cold in there it, it heck yeah. even when the ship is moving at you know yeah. in the daytime in or the night summer it's cold you it yeah. gets a little chilly i yeah i bought a um a lightweight you know kind of long sleeve shirt for my cruise in august to, just to make sure that i have something to keep me kind of warm um but william says that he's not much of a sun person and I just want to, you know, mention I'm not much of a sun person either. Like, I don't love being out in the sun. I'm not like the biggest sun worshiper. Um, so like I but I don't mind being an, um, under an umbrella. So like, you know, when we go to Castaway Key, I will find an umbrella and I will sit under that. Like, that's fine for me um, for, you know, like the, the the pool. You know, I don't really sit out by the pool ever when I'm on a Disney cruise, maybe at night. Um, but you know, I'm not just sitting there, you know, soaking up the sun or anything like that. And if I, if I do, again, I'll find a spot where it's shady. Like if I'm looking to read a book or something, I'll find a spot where it's shady so that I can read. So, I mean, I'm not the biggest sun worshiper either. And I have like the, I have the best time on the Disney cruise. So I think that you'll be fine. There are plenty of places to, to go around the ship and other things, um, you know, and on the cruise and not worry about sun so i love sitting in those adult areas on the cruise ships like up in the, the like in the shady areas like they have those yep. kind of like loungers that have the things over the top of them and the adult areas on the forward of the ship oh. mm -hmm. now that mallory's old enough she goes like the vibe go you know like we'll be up here like just let us know all right, we got a question here in the inbox from Erin. She says, hey, Mike, love the show. Your team has been entertaining me since lockdown in 2020, and my husband can't thank you enough for helping to feed my Disney addiction. Haha, <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you. Anyway, I'm taking my family to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge over Labor Day weekend. We're making it a resort stay with one day at Epcot. This is our first time to Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I'm really looking forward to trying Boma. We have... Uh, let's see, we only have it in our budget to eat there once. So which would be best for our group, including my 11-year-old, 15-year-old daughters, and my husband? Boma breakfast or Boma dinner? My girls can be a bit picky, but my husband and I love to try new foods and experiences. Also, we're spending two resort days at Animal Kingdom. Other than the pool, what else would you put on our list of must-do things at the lodge? Thank you, BOGP crew, Aaron. I like this. This is going to be a fun, fun trip for Labor Day weekend. This sounds like a Scotty G Labor Day getaway because this is what you guys do. You like just go somewhere for a weekend, good meals, good That's hotel. Totally it, like I'm like, Dude, this now I'm you. like considering like, do I want to do a Labor Day weekend uh, getaway now? <laughs> this is so you. 
So okay, real quick, let's uh, let's settle it. Boma, because I think we both probably all done this. Boma breakfast, Boma dinner, Boma dinner, probably. Dinner. I'd say dinner. It's well, good. Well, it doesn't matter what I say at this point, but wow, that is when you said that, I was like the one of the most challenging questions I've ever heard. When it I is like, started definitely challenging. Analyzing it. Cause I love that breakfast so much. There's it so many good. unique items on that breakfast menu. Yeah. You don't see anywhere else at Walt Disney world, but dang, like it's the soup for me. Like I, I love, love chowder, soup dude, there's a so chowder, much. there's a chowder dude that is, I don't know what's in it, but I yeah. can't stop eating it. Oh, is there, yeah. I've always joked that there should be a Twitter. Cause like a lot of times the, the soup at uh, Boma is what's at the Mara too. So I've always joked there should be a Twitter handle that posts what the soup is at Boma. So then I'll know that I can drive over there tomorrow and get it (laughs) because I love that chowder so much. And then you get the Boma mustard, you know, that is like my favorite thing Mm -hmm. too. Like I just pour that over their turkey. So Uh, I'm going to go dinner as well. And you got zebra domes too. So that's true. true. It's so good. Yeah. So they're staying at the lodge for two days. The pool is amazing. Don't discount too, especially with an 11 year old and the kids. You can also go to the second pool, which is the Kidani pool. It's kind of hidden though. You got to go across the parking lot. But it's got kind of more play features. Now, the feature pool at Jumbo is more like uh, just it, it's beautiful. It's more grand. But there's a fun pool. The Kidani pool is but you got to go again up by Kidani and kind of across the parking lot. But it's Mallory loved that pool when, when she was younger. So check that out. So you have two kind of feature pools there. I would say also just, um, you know, check out the Savannahs, obviously, and just walk around the entire lodge because each like little part of the wings has like little out lookouts you know out the windows where you can look and you can also do those night they still have the night vision goggles mm-hmm. they have that yeah and kind of see the they stuff do. at night so that'd be kind of fun anything else i'm missing for the lodge well there's a blog post on the the mouse for less.com that elizabeth and that? scott gardner wrote oh, back you guys in what? Oh, what? Yeah. Hey, wait whoa wait okay <laughs> It's called Enjoy Non-Park Day at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. I highly recommend <laughs> you check that out at the Mouse for Ledge. Just, just the experience that we had years ago. Now, some of these things might slightly differ. This is from 2014. You know, we're in a post-COVID world now. So right. I think a lot of these things are coming back now. So I would go highly recommend to read that article because there's some good stuff. You can spend a whole entire day and have extra things to do the next day at Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's how great it is there. It is. I mean, because it's always it's it, it's you know this is truly a resort that is alive. I mean, the animals are just moving and you know coming and going, and you can see different things at different times. So that's very cool. All right, let's get to the last question of the day. It is from Jeremy. He says, "Help me be our guest podcast. You are only hope." Sunday, October first, we will have our night without the kids. They will be at the studios with the grandparents. My wife and I. Would love to have dinner at Kona, drinks at Trader Sam's, and watch the not-so-scary fireworks from the beach at the Poly. What time should I make our dining reservation to make everything fit in? Should we do Trader Sam's first, then Kona, followed by the fireworks, or dinner, then Sam's, followed by the fireworks? Thanks in advance for all you do, Jeremy. First of all, the force is strong with you to have the grandparents watch your kids take them to the <laughs> studios. You're going to have a good night over at the poly. I like either way you win. So you did, you can't lose either way, but let's try to make this perfect. So give us an order of operations. Ricky, would you do Sam's Kona fireworks or Kona Sam's yeah. fireworks? I would do Sam's Kona fireworks only because I feel like, 
you might be able to get in early uh, at, at Trader Sam's first um, versus if you did it second, you may have a delay and it may be during the fireworks. So I would go Sam's first. Scott, do you agree? I think I do too. So that's what I would suggest. It wouldn't be my preference because I would like to have dinner first and then Trader Sam's. Right. But if you want it to work out, um, you got to try for Sam's first or else you're just, you can't time that. It's going to be so hard to try to figure out if you do dinner first and try to get on their wait list. So I would do Sam's first. But it's all going to kind of depend, right, on what time you can get the ADR for Kona. I mean, I think, I think, Kona's I think they're going to be able to get a get Kona though. ADR pretty easily for the time they want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Kona is a great place. It's popular, but I think you're going to have a better chance of getting a, a time there that you want. than yeah. Kona's not too difficult. Deal. Yeah. Here's one last question. This is a quick one. It's a one sentence question. It's from Kevin. Hey, Mike, BOGP crew. We're sailing on the wish next year and have three veranda rooms in a row. Two of which are adjoining. Can the dividers between the balconies be removed so the adults can hang out on the veranda together after the kids go to bed? Thanks, Kevin. Yes, they can. You talk to your room steward. They pull them back and you have a connect, like just one big veranda. You can like walk between the staterooms. It's awesome. We've done that before. We've had like on the last podcast, I think we had three or four connecting like that. It was like a big dance floor out there. We had the back of the ship, basically. <clears throat> that was a hoot and a half. We had I'm all about the back of the ship. That was, I know. That was great. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's uh, show. If you have questions, please send those to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And we will get those in the queue for an upcoming episode. Also, don't forget, today's show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. So check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. They'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation for no cost to you. Again, over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this possible. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over. Join us this week. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give us a follow on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at BR Guest Mike. Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow. And don't forget, tomorrow night for the BR Guest Podcast Cruisers, we'll see you over in the Facebook group for a live uh, just uh, chat. And so we'll be have the video feed. Any questions you have, you can jump on the lot. You can come into the video with us, or you can just ask in the chat. We'll talk about that. Any questions, concerns, suggestions for the podcast cruise before we sail, those are all welcome. And we'll also have it on YouTube for a replay. So watch for that after Thursday. And then Sunday night, again, we're going to see, we're going to play by ear. We'll probably have a live show. Maybe it'll just be me. Scott can join us. Maybe it's Father's Day. We'll see what happens with that, but check for that too. But uh, we'll have that. But of course, we'll have a great show on Friday. And Friday, we're talking about connecting Walt Disney World to our childhood. Where do you find specific things at Walt Disney World that take you right back to some time and place in your childhood? I have a few different locations around property where I'm like, oh, I had that exact thing. Or this has a direct connection to a certain memory of my childhood. It's almost like a Mike in the Midwest episode, but it's very Walt Disney World focused. So we're going to make those connections with you on Friday. Maybe it'll bring some nostalgia to your weekend. We hope that it will. All right. So until we get back together again on Friday, you guys have a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. 
You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.